Maybe all you can drink? Maybe. Oh, thank you for your time. Oh, thank you, Cheryl. And yeah, whoever whoever I uh, transferred the tickets to wants to go, I'll shoot you. Uh, I'll, I'll shoot you. You know, yeah, city mail. I saw you, you were wearing an incredible Christmas sweater that I remember. Very excited to see you again. When, you look good. Uh, when I say Ryan for president, what I mean, I want to clarify this because every time I see Ryan for the last what, two months, I will say Ryan for president. I mean Ryan for president of the United States of America. That's what I'm trying to say. Vote Ryan. Um, that's a big deal. I was watching a documentary the other day um, because I've always heard of these nuns and monks in Tibet that would take a like a soaked blanket, like a sheet, and then they would wrap it around themselves and then sit in the lotus position and do what's called the yoga of magic heat, which I've always thought is very cool. And for those of you that know Wim Hof and the Wim Hof method of cold therapy, uh, you'll know that this is in line with a lot of modern New Age thinking, getting some nods over here. Um, and so I did it the other night. Uh, I was sitting out in my backyard, and one of uh, the reminders, or one of the beautiful things about this particular meditation um, is our connection to folks who experience that kind of not warmth shall we put it, uh, overnight. And it was precisely that feeling that got me to call Stacy not too long ago because I was throwing a big holiday party at my house. I was very excited about it. And there was a gentleman who I had met named William who I wanted to invite to my holiday party. And the reason I wanted to invite William is the story I'm about to tell you. Now, for those of you that were at the Fremont Street Country Club for the last time I spoke, you'll know the first part of this, but Trust me, there's new fun uh, plot twists in the journey. So, we're at Fremont Street Country Club because we're filming a documentary. Let's go for Hope Link. Yeah. And uh, so I'm standing here. I'm off camera. You don't even see my face, right? We've got the likes of Diane Parkinson, Andrea, uh, Adriana Zier, um, and friends here on camera. Here's Ben with Silver Tree Films with like... I'm guessing $30,000 camera. I don't know. It's nice. I'm looking at that little, you know, this little thingy, this little screen, right, of it. And it looks just like the best Netflix HBO documentary you've ever seen. It's queued up. Lighting's gorgeous. Really exciting to be in that room with people who I feel should have their voices told, right? I love everybody. Kardashians, you go get it. I'm happy for you, Kardashians. <laughs> I'm cool with it. I also believe, you know, that the Diane Parkinsons of the world 
Same thing. We're all people. Put the limelight on everybody, right? So we're doing that. Awesome. So we're doing these filmings, and the first time I meet William, I step out of the Fremont Street Country Club, and I look to the right of the building, and there's a gentleman in a wheelchair um, with, you know, he's experiencing life. And there's someone fumbling with the change for their parking meter, and a dime falls. And when my mom passed away, when I was 26 years old, one of the things that she does from beyond is she'll send dimes in, like magic. And I'll see them, because for her, dimes were a sign that she was heading in the right direction. And she was that, it was her for years. And so when I see dimes, I'm like, yeah, let's go dimes, right? They, they have a very special, powerful, emotional charge for me. And so when I saw William for the first time, I heard a dime. I heard one. I haven't heard a dime in years. I've seen them. Don't hear them. Dropped it. Bing. I'm like, all right, got it, noted. Thank you for the message. That gave me the confidence to go speak with this gentleman. Talk to him. He delivers the most profound sort of message. Um, he cooks ramen noodles in sunlight. Okay. He, um, and I'm, you know, this goes for everybody, but you ever want to sit down and talk to me about anything? I'm open to anything, any thought that's crossed your mind, the craziest experience you ever, the darkest experience you ever had. Like, I'm like, let's go. I'm the guy that'll be like, okay, cool. Like, tell me more, right? That's me. And so I'm like, what's going on, man? How you doing? And he's like, not good. You know, and I'm like, what's going on? Are you having thoughts of suicide? And he goes, yes, I am. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about it. He's like, well, I'm thinking about wheeling my, you know, wheeling out in front of traffic. I'm like, okay, I get that. All right, so what can we do to like, make your life better? So I give him all my cash, right? I give him 40 bucks. Um, we do an, can I do an interview with you? I'm not giving him the money. I'm paying him for an interview, right? I'm employing him. Here's 40 bucks. Um, do our interview. Ben comes out. Ben's, you know, love Ben, but Ben's sort of like, what are we doing? <laughs> Follow me, right? Um, and so we do this interview. We're interviewing William, and here comes Adriana, our first um, interview of the day. And this is why I think the universe is just this gorgeous tapestry, um, because she's not on time. It's a good thing she's not on time. You see what I'm saying? Like... It's a good thing that that, that, red, that uh, stoplight is red. It's a good thing that your ankle's feeling a little weird today. See what I'm saying? It's a good thing she was late. It's all perspective, right? It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Perspective. It's a good thing. And so, anyway, it's great that she's late. She comes in. We do our first interview. Awesome. Month goes by, because we're doing monthly documentary filmings. Month goes by. I pull up. Hey, it's William. What's up, William? How's it going? Good to see you. Hey, he's got new shoes. I bought those shoes for William. Well, actually, he got paid with the money I paid him. He bought them for himself. Anyway, he's got new shoes. Um, he's got a new wheelchair. I'm feeling good about it. I'm like, we got to talk to you. Go over to William. Guess what happened to William in the month that passed? Not gonna say it. I already gave you the answer. He did not come into the He didn't go into the traffic. He didn't go into traffic. He got hit by a bus. In the month between, it, the, the magic power of will 
okay? Ask and ye shall, okay? So he gets hit by a bus. Meanwhile, this whole month on YouTube, I am digesting near-death experiences like they're going out of style. I'm watching all these people that have these near-death experiences. They die, they meet God. God says, you have to go back. They go back. It's a very similar story, unconditional love. They have a life review. I could talk to you for an hour on near-death experiences alone, okay? So I'm very well-versed in what happens to people when they pass away and they come back. He says, that just happened to him. And I'm like, I know exactly what just happened to you. This is incredible, okay? So we're gonna do interview number two with William based on this information. I go out and do all, mind you, I'm still doing the thing I'm supposed to be doing. Do you understand? Like, there, there's still like the, you know, the, the, the reason I'm there. But what is the true reason I'm there? Well, I'm describing it to you. And so anyway, so I'm like, William, we end up buying him food. Stacy's with me. We're doing a whole thing. And I go out to do the interview with him. And this guy comes up to me and he goes, hey, I'm Lorenzo. I'm, so, I'm schizophrenic. I'm like, what's up, Lorenzo? How's it going, dude? Like, here's what's going on. That's William. He just had a near-death experience. We're going to do an interview with him. Are you interested in being a part of it? He's like, okay. All right, so now it's me, Lorenzo, William, right? And, and we eventually figure out that Lorenzo is going to do a freestyle. That's how he's going to contribute. So Lorenzo's going to do a freestyle based on William's story of what's going on, okay? And Ben comes out. Ben's got like 3% on his camera, right? So, so it's like just, just the whole like the energy of the universe. And um, so we end up doing it. We get interview number two, right? Talk to William, quick near-death experience, panda Lorenzo. Lorenzo does like a, 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 his freestyle. And that's interview number two. <sighs> okay, cool. It's Christmas time. I'm feeling the holly jollies. I'm thinking about William a lot. And it's... It's, you know, it's not warm out there. And so I end up calling Stacy and I'm like, what can I do? And she's giving me practical information about, you know, working with someone who doesn't currently have a, a roof over the head. And I'm just like, I gotta do something, right? I gotta do something. I'm so glad I talked to her. I talked to my wife. I'm talking to people. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And eventually I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take this blanket that we bought for ourselves from Costco. I'm gonna go drive down. I'm gonna try to find William um, and give it to him and then do like a shopping thing, right? Like kind of go around with them, like buy him stuff and yay, that sounds fun. Okay, get in my car, drive, to, drive down to Fremont Street area hope to find him, right? Can't, I'm not gonna call him. So find him and he's in his wheelchair. I see him, I'm like, yay. And he's in his wheelchair sleeping, okay? So he's like sleeping. Okay, cool, I know where he's at. I park, I grab that camera gear, I set it up, I've got the blanket, record, thing. okay, great, cool. While all this is happening, there's this gentleman by where this incredible woman is standing and he's starting to like kind of like walk towards us, okay? All right. He's a character that's part of the story. And then let me know on time if it ever gets to that point. Um, and then, so he's starting to walk. And then, so here's uh, William. And I'm coming down. I'm like, hey, hey, William. Hey, buddy. How's it going? And it's becoming apparent to me that William is not himself. Okay? I know William. And I know a lot more about William than I'm sharing here. He has a history of heart um, issues. And I, I know some more things about him. Anyway, so I'm, I'm trying to like, hey, William, how's it going? 
and this guy starts coming up to me. His name's Napoleon, and he starts talking to me. So he's kind of talking to my ear about this, that, and the, the third, and I'm keeping an eye on, on William, and it's dawning on me that, that his, he's having a medical emergency. Like, slowly it's dawning on me. Um, and I'm like, William, we try to get him water. That's not working. And then I'm like, William, are you having a heart attack? And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm having a heart attack. And this is one of many heart attacks that he's had in his life. Mind you, people who have near-death experiences will often describe not really wanting to come back that badly, right? They'll kind of be like, I want to stay here. This unconditional love thing I'm experiencing is fantastic. And sometimes they're like, you know what, there's more I need to do, and they'll go on their own volition. And sometimes the higher power that they see once they die says, no, you have to go back. So I'm in the position where I have to go, do I call an ambulance for someone who might want to die? It's not my call, right? It's his call. He chooses. Mind you, this is being recorded, right? And so I'm like, okay. Um, and eventually, after four or some minutes, he's like, yeah, call the ambulance. Pick up the phone, and, I, and the language I use has to be professional, right? My friend William, who has a history of heart disease, is currently experiencing chest pains. We're at the corner of this street, and you see what I'm saying? Um, and so ambulance comes, gets him, thank God, Okay, he thanks me, he goes in the ambulance, and away he goes, and that is the last time I've spoke to William. So, William's story. Um, that's one of the scenes of the documentary. Does that make sense? So, the work that you're doing is, is that level of like, it's really beautiful stuff, what you're doing. Even if you're just like putting numbers on a piece of paper, but you already knew that. You didn't need me to tell you that, okay? Diane Parkinson, oh, so that's serendipity and miraculous to me, by the way, right? That I show up while he's having a heart attack. That's a miracle to me, okay? Like, feel that pull, do something about it, that's a miracle, okay? Um, and so, Diane Parkinson comes in to the Fremont Street Country Club. I think she was the interview that day, actually. And, um, and she, she comes up to me and she's glowing. Erin, um, if you'd do me a favor, just find her picture in here. Sir, thank you, sir. Um, and she's got this super positive, bright energy to her. And, she, and I'm like, you're so positive. She's like, she's like yeah, like I figured it out. I figured out this, the way to work with my mind so that I think positively. And she goes to me, she says, she says, uh, Kellen, I don't know if you knew this, she says, I used to be a negative Nancy. <laughs> right? And I was like, okay, because that is, um, here's Diane, by the way, Chris, for those that don't, or maybe do, maybe don't know, Diane Parkinson. And she's this incredible angel woman um, who figured out the secret to the universe, which is we, when we are responsible for every thought that crosses our mind, when we take responsibility for the thoughts and we find a way to make them good over and over and over again, hope, right? When we find that love in our hearts and, and when we're just religious about it, when we're, when we're, whatever the word is to describe, the thought enters your head and you do whatever it takes to make it positive over and over again, time and time again, 
for uh, for years and years and years, the impact that that has on the world is just, it's so profound. It is so profound. And to talk to someone who was in her car when it was like 109 degrees with her kids in the back seat, just glowing with this positivity is a reminder to me and now you that it starts inside and it comes outside. It starts inside and it flows outside. You know what I'm saying? So what what we're doing with the documentary is it's like a master class in that skill. Do you see what I'm saying? Let's, let's address all the things that actually happened. Okay, cool, right? And let's find that beauty and love inside of all of that. So it's very exciting. Okay, all of that has built up to this. I would like some audio. Okay, for the documentary. Um, and we'll talk about social media. Um, this is part of it. Um, and the audio for the documentary could be really beautiful if 44 people, oh, I don't know, Sang <laughs> like a room of 44 people, like if they sang hope, like <laughs> bingo, we're gonna go again. Hope, good, again. Hope, good, again. Hope. Good. Now, we're going to go, we're going to do, it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. Trust me when I tell you it's beautiful. We're going to go hope, okay? Hope. And then we're going to bring it up to ling. Okay? So we're going to do a, with me now, one, two, three. Hope. This is the close. Not there yet? And... We got this, guys. We're doing great. We're doing great. We're doing great. Now hit me with the link when the hand comes down. Link. Good. Again. Hope. Link. Again. Hope. Link. Last one. a million ways we can use that. A million and a half ways we can use that. On the end of social media, we can do that at the beginning or the end of the documentary. Do you see what I'm saying? It's a beautiful thing. Okay. And that brings me to my final point, which is um, what Stacy was mentioning. Now, Ryan for president. Um, he is the... <laughs> see how it all comes back together. <laughs> Oh, Aaron, your expression just goes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can work here anymore. <laughs> you can. You can. Just make my water. I'm a little thirsty. Okay, that's for you. Um, okay, final thing. I promise. Um, you have such a lovely voice. And now solo. <laughs> I know a lot of you can dance. I learned that at the Christmas party. Um, oh yeah, final thing. Okay, so um, it, everyone needs the help. You need the help. You need the help. You need to help. You must help. And <clears throat> this is why. Um, as you interact with people internally and externally, you're going to have these intuitive, beautiful moments where you're like, ah, oh, and you feel it. 
those are the moments I'm interested in, right? Where you're like, oh, so beautiful, whatever that was. That's the prerequisite, is you feel it, right? Whatever that is. Tell Ryan, email Ryan. Hey, this thing happened today, da 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 I was talking to someone, I, I, I enjoyed it for whatever reason, okay? And then Ryan, Stacy, myself, Aaron, we're going to work together to make those, these moments. Do you see what I'm saying? So as long as we're aware of them, hey, I had this client who dot, 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 or even internally, I was talking to this person, dot, 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 they're going through dot, 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 and it made me feel warm and fuzzy inside, or I know that there's something we can do to help, or there's some beautiful manifestation of love in there somewhere. Make sense? So that's what we're asking for. And Ryan has volunteered to be the conduit, <laughs> he did, uh, for this communication, right? And then we'll take it and, and we'll, make it, we'll make it a reality. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yes. yes. Do we love everyone? Yes. Yay! Thank you, everyone. Oh. <laughs> uh, Helen, I love it when you come to our meetings.